Change often comes because it's a reaction. A reaction to pain, reaction to acts of God, reactions to seeing the impending cliff come, uh, whatever it may be. But change often happens not because you uh, welcome it, it's because it's thrust upon you and then you kind of have to deal with it. Although we would do better if we just understood that change is always going to be a part of life and not only just say it as rhetoric, but then actually put ourselves in the position to be able to handle change well. Uh, Rather than just making proclamations of something, if we just tune our lives to be ready for that, I think we're all better for it. That rhythm. Right. So when do we change as people? We change when we're forced to change. So think about your reactions to change and think about making resolutions for the new year and think about all that kind of stuff as we launch out onto the loop and discuss this today on Curiosity Continuum. everybody this is josh and this is brian thank you for joining us today on curiosity continuum for those of you tuning in for the first time curiosity continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends happen to be brian and myself it's amazing how that worked out who want to spark your curiosity help you integrate information and enhance your everyday contextual awareness in a constantly changing world we're going to do this by sharing our conversations with you that examine explore and reframe common practical topics and if you want to receive updates when new content's available be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you receive notifications we appreciate you for listening and engaging with us and sharing your own curiosities with your friends and peers as we explore topics together and as always you guys can always find us on curiositycontinuum.com from there all of our social media accounts and we thrive on your feedback we really do and we hope to start a conversation with you soon. Okay, so this episode is called No Year's Resolution. And, you know, we all have done the thing where, hey, in the new year, I'm going to go do these things. I'm going to go lose 10 pounds. I'm, right. I'm going to go and be a better person. <laughs> yes. You know, whatever I, that means. You know, whatever, whatever that, that means, means to you. This is why my gyms are really busy in January right. and in February. It just all empties out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of sad, but it's true. It's true. I mean, like I've talked to gym owners. They go, oh, yeah, it gets stupid in January, maybe first part of February, and then it kind of all goes back to normal. Right. And what generally happens then, too, is that those places are making money on the people paying the membership fees that are never, <laughs> are never showing up. To you. There's, that You have to do that for part of your revenue model there when you do those things. Um the interesting thing, though, like Josh, you had talked about in the intro, is that a lot of change as human beings, we don't want it to change. No. We kind of want things to stay the same. Right. Even the people who say, like, I want change, the, the difference is that you have to just know that it's going to come. Right. And you can either be reactive to some things or you can choose to be proactive. And a lot of that is just kind of recalibrating something so you're always open to change that sounds overly simplified but it's true you know it it doesn't make a big difference right and it is absolutely true like 
Brian says, you have to think about being open to change. So kind of like for how I do this in my everyday life, my job is a constantly changing dynamic work environment. I mean, that's what it is. So every day I go in, I do basically the same job, but it's always done. It's done in the same way, but it can always be done differently. We tweak here, we tweak there, we do this, we do that. But I have to realize that my self-worth as like an employee is not put on the everyday, how I get to the task. It's how I get to the, you know, how I, when I start and when I end, I want to make sure that it's the same, but the stuff in the middle, that can all change. That's actually a good attitude to have because uh, especially if you're doing anything goal oriented or just enjoying the journey, it, you, you'll have to make adjustments and the people that you really want around, you know, I never heard anybody say this, you know, when everything's going right. And everything is, you know, all roses and everything like that. These are the people I can count on in my life. Right. I mean, just line them up around the block. But, you know, when defecation has met the oscillator in your life and you need folk in your life to be able to call on, that list gets really short. And those are the folks you want to be able to call on to do that because something maybe has been thrust upon you where, like, I need to deal with this now. I don't know how to. Um, It requires a change on how you're doing your day, how you're reacting, all those different kinds of things. It's requiring something of you in the moment where you need the kind of like the lifeline for it. And sometimes, like I said, those are those are acts of God. They are um, something that's completely out of your control that comes upon you to change. Um, and those things, you know, like a death in the family or something like that, those things you just have, they come as they come. But I think with those things, knowing that life will always have this kind of element of spontaneous bitterness or suffering in it helps you kind of understand, okay, so this is part of life. Because I know when I was younger, I used to think like, well, that maybe shouldn't be part of life. Right. But that's not the, that's not actually how the world works. Exactly. So like what Brian's kind of touching on is that it's not that you have to live happy in a miserable existence. And that's not what we're saying. Exactly. (laughs) Because that's kind of how like maybe it sounds. But what we're saying is that you have to embrace change. And the way you embrace change is making yourself more amicable to change, which is realizing that your self-worth as a person doesn't necessarily have to be the ABC that you do every day. That just as long as you're happy and your basic needs are met, that that would probably be good. That should be good enough for you. Right. And with some of those things, too. My people are yelling out in the hallway. Hang on a minute. I don't hear them. Okay. And with that, too, if you're not happy with something, that means that you have the power to change. Now, here's what's really interesting. Um when you look at like, let's like take the animal kingdom, for example. Let's take a lion, one of my favorite animals in the animal kingdom. Lions do what lions do. Yeah. I'm a lion. Hey, I'm going to yeah, kill. Here I'm going to kill. I'm going to yeah. eat. I'm going to snoo- snooze for 23 hours right. a day and then like chill out or something. Always something. My dog is barking. Oh I do gosh. hear her. Oh, Zena. It's okay. Okay. Let's change, Brian. Deal with it. Don't worry, we'll edit all this out. (laughs) As I've said many a time. (laughs) We're going to edit the change out. (laughs) 
Grenade the Chainsaw is the same as last I'm a, week's I'm a episode. Sucker. I know, exactly. Why does it always sound so consistent, everybody? That's because I do a lot of editing. <laughs> a lot of editing to make it sound slick and awesome, like we are. <laughs> we may leave part of that in. Let me start over. Yep. After my dog has been edited out of the podcast. Um, if you're not happy with something, I'll start back there. If you're not happy with something in your life, human beings have the power to change. For example, lions, lions do what lions do. They kind of lay around for a long time in the yep. day, and then they go hunt for meat, you know, and then they might participate in other, you know, young lion making at some point in that whole thing, and that's kind of like their life. That, that That's what they do. That's how they survive, and that's how lions continue to go on on this planet. Human being, and, you know, if, if a lion didn't want to do something, probably won't make a lion do a whole lot because it's a lion, right? But human beings actually have the power to act against their nature. It doesn't mean like... Um, you have the choice. You have a choice. And that's a, there's a free will that's going on with that. Like So if you're like in a career and you don't like it, you actually have the power to change it. Now you might say, I have circumstances that press against it. 100% legitimate. We, and, and don't want to downplay right. that and the importance of how that affects things. But you actually have a choice. You have a choice about how you look at it. You have a choice about what you actually do. Do I keep it the same? Do I... Do I do something else? And you could actually become that. Um, Sting, the musician, actually comes up because he grew up and he had a very th- a heavy Geordie accent. And as he kind of got into music and other things like that, he actually taught himself to speak a little bit differently. So he's, he, you know, sounded a little bit more refined in his particular accent, which you go like, well, why would he do that? So he goes, well, he wanted to change how he spoke. He wanted to change that about himself. Like, you know, is a lion going to go, oh, now I'm going to sound like I'm <laughs> Scottish or British? It's like, no, a lion ain't going to do No. That. But human beings do. And that's something where, like, when you realize you have that, um, you start to really become a dangerous individual, like, in a good sort of way. Right. So maybe what we're talking about is not really, it is not real. I mean, it is the power to change, but we're talking about choice. Power of choice. And the willingness to question. Right. You know, like um, some people say, well, I'm questioning things and they throw out the truths that they know to be true. And that's not what we're saying. But uh, because <laughs> truth doesn't change into a falsehood just because you don't want to believe the truth anymore. It's kind of the nature of. Truth. Right. There are absolute truths that that yes. happen no matter if you believe them or not. Right. You can you can absolutely believe. A, and time a, is one of them. <laughs> yes. <it> yep. Is. <laughs> Something that's going to happen to you. Right. Um, but what's interesting is this, is that the nature of, just to riff on truth for a minute, you know, the nature of truth doesn't change just because you don't have all the facts. That's true. You know? And, and like that's if, true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, well, so-and-so was a person and they lived and they died. It's like, okay, you know that to be true. Well, do you know what happened on this particular day? It's like, well, no. It's like, well, I don't know the facts. And it's like, well, right, you don't know all the facts, but you can understand the truth. But in those things, too, it's important to question, like, why do I, be- why do I believe that? Or like, the, like if you, if it doesn't violate the truth in those situations, like well, why couldn't I do it another way? It actually makes you open to hearing another perspective on something. So like, here's the set of truths which are I hold to operate from. But like, what about other things? Like, is there a better way to do it? Is there another way to think about it? Um, is there something that is completely outside of my experience set where now I can actually like hear somebody and actually hear how they arrived at where they were? And have a meaningful conversation, which actually 
to have meaningful conversations and spark that in other people might be a good podcast. Mm-hmm. And we'll call it Curiosity Continuum. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's what Brian and I are talking about. You know, we're talking about it's not a maybe about like, you know, you're you're not going to change 180 degrees the whole person that you are, the whole core of your being. You know, that that's not what we're talking about. Right, Brian? Well, to a certain extent. Well, I mean, yeah. we are, but we're not we're not saying like, look, you got to change every single thing you think about. You got to, you know, you have to actually question. And it and that that is the power of this. It's the question. And you yeah, and you can make drastic changes like if you've been a lifelong smoker and you go to the doctor and say you need to stop smoking otherwise you'll be dead in 2 months, like I mean, you can make a decision at that point, but right. sometimes those are the things that Said now this is why I've chosen to uh, go this direction in life, you know, because it was kind of like it was forced upon you, or it's something where you can make little bitty changes, like you know, uh, I'm gonna not, I'm gonna cut out maybe the amount of desserts I have a week from like having one every night to having one five days a week, you know, and that sounds like well, what did you actually do? It's like well, you just took out two desserts in your diet, or you know, little changes like that over the course of time. Add up with that. Or add up. They add up, and it's that tsunami of small changes that actually creates the big change in your life. So when people say like, "Well, how did you do this?" I, I don't even know like how you could just achieve that. It's like because they, they in a lot of ways, like they earned it, but it, they didn't do it just because they made one big decision. They made a lot of small decisions that supported something along the right. way. Right. So I think what Brian and I are saying. A little bit just to kind of boil this down. I know there's a lot of we kind of went back and forth a lot. But we're saying make those small changes. Even if it's just like, you know what? I'm not going to go up to Starbucks two days a week. If if your goal is to save money or whatever, you know, and you're thinking like, oh, wow, that's like 14 bucks a week. That's not that much money. But you know what? It will be if you add it up over the whole course of the year. Yeah. Or it's like, uh, you know, I need to call my mom at least once a month. And if you only talk to her. Yeah, that's a good one. Every, because every other month. That's a good one because I need to actually speak to my mom instead of just text her. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, um, those little things at that. And you don't need a, a big New Year's resolution to kind of reset everything. You're just kind of like uh, chipping away at it over time consistently. And, you know, then you find yourself in a completely different spot in life because you've made those little changes along the way because you're open to not holding how you did something as kind of like the gospel truth. Yeah. And but you were and you want to you want to see the result. Right. Absolutely. You yeah. Do. Yep. So what do you think, Josh? Is a good place to put a comment in the conversation. Absolutely. Here? All right. So until next time, this is, and this is Josh for curiosity. Continue.